0: Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder. I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my tenure career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Welcome back to episode 57 ladies and today I am going into part two of our imposter syndrome series. So last week we talked about how imposter syndrome shows up at work, what it is so that you can just get an understanding of how you might be experiencing this and you might even be thinking that it's normal and it's a part of career growth and the corporate journey and the corporate ladder but It's actually something that you can manage so that it doesn't stop you from taking effective action and getting the results that you want. In today's episode, I am going to go deeper into the five types of imposter syndrome. And I took these from one of the renowned teachers of imposter syndrome. So she's called Dr. Valerie Young. Highly recommend you look into her work. She has a book. I think she even has a podcast if you want to go deeper into understanding imposter syndrome and how to overcome it at work. So today I'm just going to dive deeper into these types of imposter syndrome and give you examples again of how they hold you back from being the successful leader how they hold you back from securing those leadership positions and getting the promotions that I know each of you rightfully deserve. All right, let's get right into it. So the first one is the perfectionist. And I know a lot of people wear perfectionism as a badge of honor, but it's actually holding you back from achieving your goals in your career. Why do I say this? When you struggle with perfectionism, you tend to want to wait for perfect conditions that actually don't exist before you take action, right? So for example, if you know you've maybe received feedback about your presentation skills, you then want to wait until you've nailed your practice, you know all the words, you can almost contemplate every single question that will be asked around your presentation before you actually put your presentation skills to work. And what happens is because you're just waiting and you're planning and you're trying to make everything perfect, you end up wasting so many opportunities to actually just practice and become better the more you take action. Another thing that perfectionists struggle with is celebrating achievements. So they tend to overweigh bad results and then give much less weight to a similar good result. Right so it's all or nothing for perfectionists but even when they have good results they're always thinking of what could they have done better and while this is good it's important to think of that it's also important to celebrate yourself when you have achievements no matter how big or small they are it's really important to do that because that's also going to help you build your confidence and help you realize that it's not about how big the achievement is or how good it is but it's the fact that you've achieved it in the first place the second type of imposter syndrome is the superhero so the superhero or the superwoman wants to continuously work hard to prove that they are worthy or to prove that they deserve that next position in their career path. So they think that doing more or working harder equals more career progression, more career success. They also struggle with boundaries. And I have struggled with this a lot. And I've actually had to work on it quite intentionally in the past few months since getting my promotion to directorship. Because I've realized that now I have more responsibilities. I can't exactly work harder, right? Or work longer. There's only a certain amount of time in a day for me to get things done. And I've had to intentionally, every time something gets put on my plate or, you know, someone asks me to do something, I have to intentionally ask myself, is there someone in my team who I can guide to do this? That's always now the first thing I think of. Who can help me achieve this? Because leaders actually work through others. You cannot do all the things all the time. And just adding more hours or doing more to address an issue or to solve a problem is really not how you help yourself in moving up the corporate ladder. So other symptoms of superheroes or superwomen is... You maybe think that an email that comes through on Friday afternoon must be addressed immediately and it can't wait. If your boss sends you an email on a Sunday morning, you think that you need to respond to it. So you have your email app on your phone and you're constantly checking it to make sure that you are always, quote unquote, on top of things. But that's just imposter syndrome, making you think that you have to work hard to prove it's kind of like you're trying to get external validation of why you should be the one to be promoted or even why you should be in the organization or in the team that you're in in the first place. So superwomen also fail to realize that they cannot be the best version of themselves If they are constantly running themselves to the ground and getting burned out. And this actually works against you if you are thinking of securing a more senior position at work. Because like I said, leaders work through others. But then again, for you to show up as the best version of yourself... You need to be in a, you know, good state of mind. You need to take care of your well-being, both mentally, physically, and being a superwoman does not help you achieve that. The next type of imposter or imposter syndrome is the natural genius. So where are my overachievers? Because if you were the kind of girl who used to get straight A's in school, in college or varsity, and then suddenly things just weren't the same in the workplace, you've probably been experiencing this type of imposter syndrome because the natural genius is so good at what they do that when they don't achieve something the first time they try, the warning bells immediately go off, right? So they feel that they need to do everything well the first time they try it. And for them, ease and speed are the determining factors of success. And how this shows up when you enter the workplace is, you know, you're used to getting accolades. You're used to getting the pat on the back. And then when you enter the workplace, it doesn't necessarily translate to that, right? We all have areas of development. There is no one who is perfect in each and every single thing. And then when you realize that there are certain areas you need to work on, you tend to then stick to your comfort zone. And just focus only on the things that you're good at. And it's also very difficult when you just can't stand that you are not on the podium receiving the accolades. Or you are not on the promotion list. Because you're so used to being good at everything you do. Also, people who grew up being told that they are the smartest. Maybe you were in a family where your siblings maybe weren't as good, quote unquote as you in terms of academics or whatever it was that your parents weighed the most important. In my family, it was academics all around. And so for me, I had this imposter syndrome when I went into the workplace because I thought it was going to be the same, right? I thought it was going to be me working behind my laptop and then, you know, getting the accolade or getting the pat on the back that I've done the work well. That's really not how you progress in the corporate world. It's really not about just the work. There are so many other aspects to becoming an all-rounded leader that is well-respected and recognized in the workplace. Okay, I am so excited to make this announcement to help women finally find their voice, become leaders in their field, and get paid their worth. If you know you don't want to be where you are in your career 12 months from now, Design to Lead was made for you. So listen up closer. Design to Lead is my private coaching program for ambitious career women who are ready to get promoted to the next level and start making an impact while creating generational wealth in six months time, you could have the clarity you need to land that promotion or dream role in your career or get big pay raises that you never thought were possible with the right strategy bankable career plan and solid mindset to give you the confidence and kick self-doubt on the curb for good, which is what you'll get in Design to Lead and even more, together we'll be celebrating your next big career goal. Head over to bit.ly forward slash design to lead to apply to work with me in this program or DM me the word elevate on any of my social media channels to find out more. Let's get your career elevated for good. The next type of imposter syndrome is the soloist. So the soloists want to do everything themselves. They suffer from what I call DEY, do everything yourself. And a lot of women experience this because of the societal norms and expectations that are placed on us, especially if you are a mom, right? You are expected to know everything that's happening to that child. And I mean, it is just so ridiculous, to be honest. I digress. I hope you'll be able to draw similarities with how this shows up in the workplace. So the soloist feels like success matters only if they are doing it themselves. And they have this limiting mindset or belief that other people's contributions to their work, invalidate their own. So they struggle to ask for help even when they know they need it. They struggle to delegate, which is a very key aspect of being a great leader. And they end up burning out because they feel that others expect them to do everything themselves. So it's quite similar to the superhero who wants to work harder and put in more hours. But the soloist wants to just do everything themselves And for them, they kind of feel like asking for help is a confirmation that they're not good enough at what they're doing. So I want you to remember that, first of all, leaders work through others and being a soloist can actually hold you back from showcasing your leadership potential, because the more you progress in your corporate journey, the more you'll realize that you do need I call it a cheering squad and your team is actually part of your cheering squad. You need that cheering squad to feel that you believe in them, to feel that you feel comfortable and you trust in them doing the work. And you need to have that team support around you, that support system to help you so that you can work through them and achieve your goals and be able to carry out your responsibilities. Because like I said, just adding more to the plate, you know, having this mindset of I will do more to succeed is really not going to help you when it comes to the advanced stages in your career. And so being able to delegate effectively is so, so, so key, first of all, in your own well-being, but also in just being a great leader and being able to achieve and, you know, literally quantum leap your results, if I would say. Then the last type of imposter syndrome is the expert. So the expert, and if you haven't listened to my previous episode or the episode before the last one where I talked about the knowing doing gap, I think it's episode 55. I would highly recommend you listen to it because if you have suffered from this type of imposter syndrome, you're going to resonate with everything that I shared in that episode. So the expert feels that their capability is measured on how much they know. So for them, it's all about they need to know more, they need to know the most in order for them to show up in the best way they can. Right. And so people who feel that they are not going to raise their voices, they're not going to share their opinions in meetings where they feel they are not on par with everyone else in terms of how much they know or how much experience they have or how many qualifications they have are actually suffering from imposter syndrome. So these type of people and women in the workplace want to be overprepared. So you want to over prepare for that presentation. You want to make sure that you have thought of every single question that could potentially be asked before you even, you know, put yourself out there in the literal sense. And so you're trapped in this, what I call the knowing doing gap, because you're spending so much time gathering information, learning more, knowing more, that you hardly put that information into use. And the fallacy around this expert imposter syndrome is that when you know more, you actually realize how much you don't know, right? So it's not about how much you know, it's about how confident you are in what you already know, right? And it's about how confident you are, even when you know that you don't know everything. And this is another quote I actually got from Dr. Valerie Young which I totally love because she says it's not about what you know or how much you know. It's about how confident you are in what you don't. Right. And we tend to think that there's this expectation placed on us that we must know everything. But to be honest, it's also really comes out very strongly when you are vulnerable Right. And when you show that you don't know everything, but you are open to hearing other people's views and opinions and learning. I have found that to be such a great trait in the people that I look up to as leaders in the workplace, because I can see that they're not just relying on themselves to know everything, but they're actually empowering their team to advise them on areas that they're not necessarily the experts in. So I hope you found this episode enlightening in the next episode, which is our part three of the imposter syndrome series. I'm going to talk about how to crush imposter syndrome in your career for once and for all. So definitely stay tuned. Just to summarize what we talked about in this episode, we talked about the five types of imposters. The perfectionist who overweighs bad results and gives less weight to similar good results. They are waiting for perfect conditions that actually don't exist before they take action. The superhero who just wants to add more and more to their plate to prove that they are worthy. The natural genius who struggles with failing or struggles with not doing something well the first time they try it. The soloist who wants to just do everything themselves and then the expert who feels that their worth is measured on how much they know. So I am so, so curious on knowing which type of imposter syndrome you have experienced the most in your career. For me, it has definitely been one in this stage in my career. Definitely the superhero is the one that stands out the most. But I've also suffered a lot from feeling like if I am not good at doing something the first time I try it, let me just stay in my comfort zone and stick to what I'm good at, which is the natural genius. So I would love to hear from you which one you've experienced the most. Drop me a message on Instagram or on LinkedIn and let's have a chat. I will see you in next week's show. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki, or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.